Hello and welcome to the local side of Key West. I am your host Kelly and this week we're talking Halloween. My favorite. Let's go. Uh, honey, cheers to you. What are you drinking tonight? Sprite. <laughs> Sprite. I do have a little wine tonight. I would cheers him but he's obviously annoyed he's drinking Sprite and not a margarita on a Tuesday night. Am I annoyed because of that? Why are you annoyed? I'm not annoyed. Oh. I'm well, ching ching. Cheers to my, you. Even though you won't plastic. cheers me. And I don't care what kind of mood he's in tonight. I am in a great mood. It's freaking October. It's spooky season. It's Halloween season. We are 100% decorating our house this weekend. Mm. I'm so excited. Back in the day, I used to do these big haunted houses, like even with my dad when I was a kid. My dad would make the neighborhood kids literally pee their pants. It was so scary at our house. And that's how I grew up. So my entire life, I've done haunted everything. Uh, In case you guys want a little background on why I like Halloween. It's not like I'm morbid and we're black and I'm all gothy. Well, I do wear black. (laughs) But... You know, I just really love Halloween and getting in the spirit of it. And I love the gore makeup and latex. Hopefully this year I can find something fun to do with makeup. I haven't even decided yet. But we... (laughs) So, So he's not a Halloween junkie like I am. He's like a Christmas junkie. So I guess our Christmas podcast, he'll be more energetic. So I made Keith go on a tour this week. Last week. This weekend. Friday. Friday night. It was our hot day night. We did a tourist tour, which by the way, I'm just going to say this part. We were talking to some tourists and he dropped his soda lid on the ground. Water lid. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. (laughs) It doesn't. He dropped a white, smaller, clear lid. He dropped his (laughs) white lid from his water bottle on the ground and just was going to let it roll around the ground. And we had to go pick the damn thing up. So then we get on the tour. We do this whole bus tour and the benches on the bus. I'm going to put a little video together, you guys. If you're on my YouTube. It's I think they were from Michigan. No. What's, no. Michigan. Kansas. They were from Kansas. I hope they don't listen to my podcast now. Well, I hope they do. So they get on the bus and the whole tour goes. And it was amazing. We had a great time. They got off the bus. And they left their freaking trash on the bus. Now listen, I know the trash. One water bottle with a cap. One (laughs) water bottle without a cap. I was like, you sons of you know what. We're going to litter my island and now you're going to litter the bus. Like these people literally just didn't give a shit. Oops, they didn't care. I'm not editing that. Maybe I'll put a beep over it. Sorry if anybody's listening. Shrugged his shoulder. He did not even care. Your cap is on the ground. Yeah, he didn't care. Anyway, don't litter my island. Don't litter anywhere. Anywhere, but God, you guys. I couldn't believe it. Sorry, that's not what I took away. So we went on the Ghost and Gravestones tour. And if you guys follow my stories, you know what Keith rated the Ghost and Graveyards tour. I always say that. It's Ghost and Gravestones tour. So basically, it's the big black bus that has the ghosts on it that you see down here. It's a trolley. Holy crap. It is. It's shaped like a trolley. You the want to talk idea, about what the seats look like? The idea is to, to, to get the feel of a trolley. 
It is. The bench, the seats in there were like bench, like park bench seats. Yeah, not the favorite things of six foot plus guys. Six foot three, your knees are jammed into the front seat. Yeah, sit if you if you're tall, you need to. That's the only. Sit in that's the front why seat. I didn't get a ten. <laughs> no, there's two reasons I didn't get a ten. <clears throat> yeah, it was two. It, it is a little hard for a big person. Also, Keith is like a wide human being in general. So both of us sitting in the seat. She just called me fat. No, I said you're wide. Mm. Wide, broad. Your shoulders are broad. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. So the seats were a little tight. They were a little tight. I, I'm kind of being nitpicky because most people aren't your size. Well, your back also hurt, so it was very uncomfortable for you. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That was a, it is, it is tight. It's like the airlines are trying to get every seat they can fit in these things to make every dollar they can. They do. And you know, it was packed, which is great. Uh, yeah, I don't think seat. we even said the stars out of 10. How many, wait, how many pumpkins out of 10? Nine. Nine pumpkins out of 10. That's good. I'm glad I did it. I hate the squeaky voice. Do you guys ever know when you go? I'm glad I did it. Sorry <laughs> if I squeaked my voice. You all know if you go to a restaurant and you're like, hey, how's the chicken cacciatore? And they go, it's good. Don't eat the kitchen chicken cacciatore. Right? It's Kelly's thing. She asked the waitress or the bartender or whomever their favorite or if they ask, hey, do you like the meatballs? And if they go high pitch, move on from something until they don't go high pitch. <laughs> because if somebody loves something and they're passionate about it, like someone's like, Kelly, do you like Christmas? I'm like, it's good. Kelly, you like Halloween? Oh my God, I love Halloween. See the difference? So it got nine pumpkins out of 10 because the tour went super fast, like faster than I talk. There was a lot of information. I was trying to take notes the whole time. I couldn't even do it. So it was really tough. It was fast. It was very fast. But the uh, bartender, Joe, was, was our tour guide, and he was very good at his job. They do recommend people under 13 don't participate. It's not Why? that they can't go. I mean, uh, I, guess, I guess some of honey, the stuff they 13-year-olds are watching <clears throat> Sex in the City. What were you, what were you doing? I was going to Ghost and Gravestones. Yeah. So it wasn't. Well, I, I can see why. All right, this is the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with their 13 year old rule because I think 13 year olds should be young and not grow up too fast. But I think 13 year olds have heard worse than this. I'm just saying. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They just don't want to be the ones to do it. And good for them. Yeah, and good for them. There is stuff about children, death, and death in general, and uh, blood, murder, blood, going because guys. 1940s and 1950s, the blood the, the blood of many people ran through the, the streets of Key West. He said something. Uh, Caroline Street was they like the bloodiest it, it street. Was the bloodiest street in the country. And one of the things I cannot remember the name is that the Red Door, that place the we saloon. almost lived. The, no, no, no. The, what's it called now? Uh, it's a it's a place that sells clothes, high and end clothing boutique. And, it's uh, on Caroline Street, uh, right after like Pepe's. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a big building with red shutters, and there's these Call cute, real cute that. apartments upstairs. Just saying, we almost rented them. And back in the day, it was the deadliest bar in the world, apparently. Well, in Key country. West, we'll no, just say. he said in the country. I think he did say it that. But I can't Key remember. West. But it was. Uh, but that lots of. Uh, Women of the night. 
hookers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> lots of them, and they were stealing and shooting and killing. And it, it, apparently, you wanted to die, you could go there, and you probably died. Yeah. That was part of the tour, him telling us that. That's crazy, that that was the bloody Might street. easier if you start off on the ride and remember Well, I can't remember as I go. That's a problem. <laughs> it's a 60-minute ride. You do get off the trolley for... Oh, wait, wait. I'm going to... 20 minutes? Yeah, I'm going to talk about that. So, it's about $40... Per person. To, per person. If you're a local, you get this thing called the on and off pass or something, hometown pass. Mm-hmm. Anyway, just Google it. And... It's buy one get one free for locals. So and you know that was it was definitely worth. I would I would have paid eighty dollars for us to go. I would pay it again. I mean it was very good. Um, this is what it says: Experience the strange and unusual Key West at night. Voted top ten best ghost tour by USA Today. It's a reader's choice. Take a ride to Key West's dark dark side and drive past the African slave cemetery, where fifteen souls perished on their fateful journey. Hear ghostly tales of Captain Tony's. Hear tales of the infamous Robert the Doll. Go to the Key West Shipwreck Treasure Museum and hear all about so many murders that left ghosts behind. Okay. So, I took some really quick notes, which are pretty silly that I'm even going to read this to you. And the daggone person must have thought I was texting, which is terrible. I felt really bad. I feel like I should take it again privately without Keith and take more notes. But there's a and b called Moreros, and a lot of people died in Moreros. That was across from La Concha. Mm-hmm. And rooms 14 and 17 are the haunted rooms. So make sure you get those two and report back. Also, there's an app called Ghost Hunters or something, and you can, like, scan the room to see if there's spirits there. So if anyone stays in those rooms or has stayed in those rooms oh my god please message me i will literally if you've stayed there and something's happened i will literally interview and and put you on this podcast across the street is la concha where 13 people have jumped from the freaking top of la concha i know it's tall but there's other buildings you could jump from and die besides the concha it's he said jumped because i was shocked about how many and there was one where, on the fifth floor, so the fifth floor is haunted, and what was it? Somebody, he thought he saw a ghost, and he was backing up and hit the elevator button, and there was no elevator, and he yeah. fell to his death. Somebody that worked there. Mm. The elevator didn't show up, he backed up, the doors opened, and he thought the elevator was there, and it wasn't. So now... Now he haunts the place. So people have actually gone in there and had... <clears throat> him like seeing his ghost again if you have ever gone to that place and seen the ghost i need you to message me seriously um yeah so i took this note it says oldest house museum examine rocking her daughter so that was that house with the light on but i can't remember the story the light never gets turned off they have a generator that runs the light just in case the power goes out yeah it never turns off that's on caroline and you can see, no, that was on that back road. Apparently. When we came back through, he showed us the house and the light was on. Oh. I thought that was by the Aubon house, which is also haunted. Um, there's a place behind Caroline's. Uh, I don't that's, know. You can actually doctor. see, like, glasses flying around and stuff in there. Yeah, that's the big doctor, the doctor's big house. Was it Porter? Dr. Remember. Porter? It went, guys, this thing goes really fast. 
Yeah, it's hard to keep up again. Like I said, I need to go twice just to remember. Them. That's what I'm saying. I want to go without you now and just listen and take notes and then tell them I'm taking notes because I also felt guilty. Um, yeah, they say you see wine glasses flying around that place. Clickety. <laughs> it's my cat's birthday today. She's just doing whatever she wants. <laughs> Happy birthday, Lulu. <laughs> Her name's Clickety. Clickety Cat. Uh, Daddy Long Legs. Oh, Daddy Long Legs. I have him on my notes. I forgot his dang old name. Hold on a second, guys. <laughs> Entertain them, Keith. Entertain who? <laughs> Whom? Okay, sorry. I gotta fix my cat. I'm not editing this podcast tonight. It is what it is. It's my cat's birthday. It's the normal life in this house. <laughs> yes. Welcome. Okay, so the Daddy Long Legs story... That was, uh, now I gotta skip forward on my notes because I already said it. He's the upstairs of the Shipwreck Museum. Why can't I say that? So, a guy died up there. Where? The Shipwreck Museum at the top of the tower. At the tower? Yeah. So, this is, again, obviously, all this stuff is part of the tour, but he died up there. There's a whole story. Okay, the story of of the tower is from the pirates. The pirates would use the tower. They'd climb up it and they'd watch. Wait, this was only 13 years ago. I just want to tell I know, you. but oh. I'm going to give you the reason of the tower. Oh, okay. The shipwreck museum, the shipwreck tower, the reason the tower was there is because ships wrecked constantly on our reef right off of Key West. And somebody would watch all the time up there and they would holler through the town that there's a shipwreck on the reef. Well, the, the entire town was apparently mostly pirates, and they'd speed out there in their boats, their sloops. They'd get out there. Sloops? Whoever was there first was in charge of the wreck. He got to decide who got what and who was deemed to, to be awarded this part of the ship and this part of the ship, and it was all, he got a piece of everything. Anyway, that's why the tower was there. Did they say that in the yes, thing, did. or did you know that already? Oh, they said this. I did bartender not. Bartender Joe talked about I it. I did not hear yeah. that. I was probably trying to take freaking notes. Yeah, they said it before we got to the shipwreck museum. Oh, interesting. That's really cool. Okay. So, at this point, when you get into the tour, you actually get to get off the bus, and you go into the, the basement of the shipwreck museum. Basement? And it's actually a basement. That's right. And you told us the story of... I think it's the only basement. It's gotta be. Because it was a cellar. Don't forget. Guess what it was a cellar that it was used for. Oh, I know, I know. Dead bodies. What did they do with dead bodies there? Froze them so nobody could smell (laughs) them. They never froze them. They did. They tried. It was full of ice. And the ice melted because we all know what Key West is like. Mm -hmm. Especially in the summer. So this, apparently the stench of dead bodies has never left it. And believe me. It stunk. It stunk. It was seawater. Right. It stunk. But it was good for the storytelling. good for the story. So, you know, it was funny before we walked in. I do not smell seagrass anymore. I swear to God. And when we walked in there, everyone was like, this place stinks. This place stinks. You could hear it like mumbling through the crowd. And even Keith was like, do you smell that? Well, this place stinks. it's below sea level. It's actually the. I did not smell head. that smell. Your heads were, that's one thing he said, your heads are actually below sea level. There's actually a sump pump in there, which anybody that's not from Key West, you live in a normal pump. world, you know what a sump pump is, because everybody has basements up north. 
and you have a sump pump, and it was running constantly. Nobody was like, what is that noise? I know, but I didn't mm-hmm. smell it at all. I did. I know. I think I just don't smell that stuff anymore because it smells like seawater or whatever. It's like normal anymore. Yeah, it's just normal. So anyway, there was this big blown up news article, and it said something about 13 years ago, it, a guy died up there. So now he died on July 1st. There's an alarm that goes off when somebody enters that, that uh, tower or the building. And we'll get to that, the reason why they have alarms on everything in this place. Why I have alarms? Did you not see the 85-pound bar oh, of silver? Oh, because they have a big block of silver that's, that's worth... 85 pounds. 82. $29,000 in today's market. Okay. Yeah, let's... let's sorry, you're right. Let's But we'll go back, back to that thing in a minute. So anyway, 13 years ago on July 1st, a guy died up there. And the alarms will go off, but only upstairs, not downstairs. And they couldn't figure out why this happens all the time, you know? So finally, they had three people come. It was like the the, assist, the manager and two police officers or something. And three people came to see why the alarms would go off. So They found nothing. One was outside, waiting outside. First time, found nothing. Yeah. It went off again. So, so they, they decided to go back. inside. Now they, what do you do when you go into a building and it's something weird going on? Do you separate? Yeah, he did the most, the worst horror story scenario you could ever know. So they all separated, yeah. So one stayed outside, one went in the first floor, and one went upstairs. One went up in the tower. Yeah. The general manager. So the guy was on the outside, nothing happened. The guy that went inside to the first floor heard, he walked in, and he heard all this banging on the outside of the tower. Banging everywhere. Everything was so loud. And then he ran outside, and he was asking the other guy, did you hear that? And he's like, no one was banging. I didn't hear anything. Then those two go upstairs to get the guy in the tower. He's the manager. He's the manager. That's right. They go up to get the These guys were the police, by the way. They all still work here. So they they go upstairs to get the manager. As my mom would say, the manager. Long story. Sorry. My mom will love that joke. They go to get him. And he's so pale white, he's sick, and he never, ever said what happened. To this day, he still works in Key West. And you still can, works for the Shipwreck Museum. Still works. He's the manager of the Shipwreck Museum. Oh, yeah. And he, he, to this day, if you see him, he will not tell you what he saw, ever. So cool, man. So guess that where... July 1st. Guess where Keith and I will be July 1st next guess year. Where, guess where bartender Joe... Won't go. Be. He won't go. I mean, he signed you, in his contract that he is off that day. He, he is. He won't go to the there. tour. <laughs> and actually, they said that they have a lot of uh, spirits in that place, so you could like get your camera. I have, still haven't gone through my pictures. I did. I couldn't find anything. So you go, you take pictures, and they've seen like severed heads and dead bodies and spirits. You know, orbs and everything. If you else if you get there. lucky. Yeah. Oh, speaking of orbs. Oh, let me You'll let me not that time. Yeah, don't let me forget because I didn't write it down. So. Then Keith's 82 block of silver. They said 85, but you looked it up and it's 82. Yeah, so I don't know. Tell them. Well, I don't know the exact stories, but this block Listen, of silver came we're, we're giving you guys the brief, the cliff yeah, notes of it because it's a lot. I so. listened to all of it, and, it, and it, it was amazing. I like history. Yeah. So this block of silver, along with many other, I'm sure, gold pieces and such, Tried to come across the ocean. Uh, 
don't ask me the years. I'm not old. This was studied up about a half an hour ago, guys. So it came across, and and the, and the never made it. The ship was wrecked. It was found, put on another ship. So the third time it came across the ocean, it was on some you know famous lady queen somebody's ship with six other protecting ships coming with it. It got into a big storm. The other ships hit it, knocked, sank that boat, that boat sank, this boat sank. So all the gold and all the silver went to the bottom of the ocean for over 300 years. And a U.S. research ship, whatever, found it. And that's where it has lived in the Shipwreck Museum since then. So this piece of silver, block of silver, you can actually touch it. You can try to lift it. It's on into this little block, protected block. Hence why this place has such so many alarms. Mm-hmm. You can't get it out of this block. It's no. like you stick your hands in a hole and pick it up. So it, it's cursed. Obviously, it sank three to no, three ships instantly. And apparently like nine all total. So you, you don't touch it if you're going to be boating. He said if you want a boat, you can't touch for three days. No, a week, up to a week. I, oh. We were going boating the next day. So <laughs> obviously it's like bananas. We don't touch bananas. <laughs> you don't talk about bananas. And you don't touch that piece of silver. If you're going, going boating. boating. Yeah. I wasn't touching it before he even talked about it because I heard already in my head. I wanted to touch it. Sank a bunch of ships. I wanted to touch it so bad because it's related to ghosts and stuff. But it has a bunch of markings on it, almost like serial numbers that prove where it came from and the ship imprints and everything else were in it. It's cool. Anyway. Yeah, it was really cool. And then you got to take pictures just to Walk see. Upstairs and mm, you probably that, were that like... was upstairs. I, I, sorry, that was upstairs. yeah, yeah. You... And then there was a bunch of stuff hanging in there and. There's this one area apparently you're supposed to be able to see ghosts and take pictures. And like I said, I took a bunch of pictures. I didn't see you. I'm going to put up some pictures on my Instagram. It was pretty tonight. cool. Yeah, it was very cool. So then let's see what my notes, my, my terrible notes. Then you walk out of there. So that's Daddy Long Legs. They call him Daddy Long oh, Legs. That's oh, the dude. Because that, you see his shadow on the side of the building. People say you can see his shadows and the arms are real long and the legs are real long. Because as we know, shadows stretch. Mm. Mm. So the next then, place. Then you get back in the bus. And there's a whole. Trolley. There's a whole lot of trolley. <laughs> Go give me some wine, trolley guy. There's a lot more than what we're telling you. They were trying to remember as we go. But my next, my next note was shots and giggles. That's way down the road. Yeah. So well, I didn't want to talk about the African Slave Museum yet. I was going to say that for that and Castle for last. Mm-hmm. So uh, shots and giggles. Don't forget appointment. Back up. What about the guy that was drugged through the town and beat up and his wife and all that? He was that? a war hero. He was a Confederate war hero. He married a... He was a Spanish war hero, so... He married a Cuban girl. He married a Cuban-African girl. Cuban-African girl, that's what it was. So she... And that You know, of course, let's think for a minute now. This is the 20s. Can I say what those people were? Am I allowed? Yeah, is it politically yeah, correct? KKK. Okay. He said... White robes and white hoods. Yeah, because I guess he wasn't allowed to say it, but yeah, we all know what that means. So back in the day, this this white guy 20s. married a, a Cuban African. Yep. So obviously that wasn't accepted back then because they were jerks, and that's just how life was. But but, but let's remember now, he's a war. Hero. He's a war hero. 
So they ended up beating him and killing him. Well, short, short stop, story. Stop. I was just giving the short story. No, they beat him. Okay, all right. Almost to death. But during the beating, he got the hood off of one of the guys and saw who it was. And it was somebody that he hung out with at the bar very often. Mm-hmm. So when he got his wits about him, he got his pistol, he went to that guy and shot him and killed him. Like in broad daylight. He just yeah, went up and well, he said... He didn't care. No, this is what he said. This is how you kill a man. Yeah. And he shot him and yeah. killed him. And so good for him, him, by the way. And then, of course, you know, they arrested him. Yep. And he went to jail. And the sheriff hung the key so the people could get to the key to get to him. And left the door to the jail unlocked. Yeah. So they came in in their hoods and their, in their white outfits and so on. And That's right. Beat him and killed him and then tied him to their vehicles. I guess this is, you know, when we, we had... T model Fords or what have you. Car and guy. He was strung to the back of it. They drug him through the town, and nobody was ever prosecuted or proven that they did this. Because right. Obviously, this is in the twenties when you know they they, they just it, let it they go. They thought it was okay. They just let it go. But let's let's go back for a second. His wife called on her ancestors, ancestors, excuse me. (laughs) Thank you. And she called him in a voodoo kind of way and put a curse on everybody that laid their hands on her husband. And when she did that, she disappeared forever. Yeah, she was gone. Nobody ever saw her again. But every single person that was involved in that was died. 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 A painful death. very very painful death so what goes around comes around and may i cannot remember what year but fairly recently they moved him his body to the cemetery oh, yeah, because, and they had yeah. a huge memorial for him and a huge service 2019 2019 so yep. they just they just did this gave, gave him a proper burial, proper after burial all and gave him the grave that he deserved as a warrior yes I got goosebumps just now. Yep. That That's was pretty, good. That was pretty pretty crazy. Yeah. So moving on. Okay. Moving on. How do you just move on? All you right. Have to. I'm going to go to Shots and Giggles because I don't... You want to keep being deep? You want to keep being deep? Let's go deep. It's Halloween. I thought you'd like me deep. Let's go deep. And dark. So when we moved here, I saw the African Slave Cemetery. And I just ignorantly assumed it was... African slaves buried there because why wouldn't you right so I never really paid attention this is what's so cool about this tour is that it really taught me a lot and made me not so ignorant but so oh where do I want to start in 1860 there these people were the casualty of the transatlantic trip aboard American owned ships there were three ships now remember what this year is real quick 1860 this is after slavery was renowned. What it, it it was no longer okay. You know, this is after Lincoln. This is all after that. So this is this is an illegal deal going down with these ships bringing. It was. I heard him say it was all children, but this when I did the research, they didn't say it was all children. I'm sure there was some adults in there somewhere. Okay, but the ships were full. It was of three children, ships. Anywhere from three years old to 16 years old okay I, I did read there were some adults so i don't really yeah. know but it said they were headed to cuba to sell 
1,432 passengers yep. into the labor field. Yep. Only 1,100 of those people survived. And they were sent back to Africa. On, on a... It was a an awarded deal where they went to Africa to the say did you remember or did you write down which what it was? They no. were sent back on a on a way to be taken care of. Um but the oh, ones yeah. that didn't survive. So the thing that they were saying was two hundred and eighty you guys are about to freak out. Hold on. Go take your bathroom breaks, hit pause. <laughs> Because I literally could not believe this is even a thing. 286 children are buried at Higgs Beach. They're buried in a few places. Wait, wait, wait I'm, not, I'm not done. That's okay. 286 Near of them. Under the sand at Higgs Beach, there are 286 bodies? There's not that many at that spot. Because they've been dug up and moved. Well, they're in different spots, remember? He showed us a few areas. Right. So they thought... Only, only 286 of the 1,100 whatever are at Higgs Beach. Well, the, the 1,100 is what survived. Okay, do math. 1,432 minus 1,100 would be 320. So they were, they were buried in a proper way back then and given... given funerals and everything else none of this was okay except for they did what they could to, to give them a piece of piece of death they buried them at Higgs Beach which is around the Reynolds Pier area but later on discovered on the other side of Mortel, the Mortel oh that's what it was I wasn't done right so the Mortella Tower this is the West Mortella Tower that never got finished by the way the federal government insisted this Mortella Tower be built right on top of the grave site. On the dead bodies, on, on the, the grave sites. They said no. The federal government insisted that they were ordered and they had to do it. So during that, they dug up what they could and moved them to other areas to give them peace. But there's still dead bodies under a tower that the federal government wanted finished and they never even finished the building. They didn't care enough to finish they the building. Moved, they moved they believe they moved all of them, but they can't prove it. I'm sorry, I still can't get over the fact that when we go to Higgs Beach, there's dead bodies <laughs> under us. So there's one With no area, gravestones. So, well, there's 15 that do. Okay, that's what we're moving on to. Yeah. The African, oh, what was it called? Oh my gosh, I'm so terrible. The African Slave Cemetery. I just wanted to give it the proper word. And so, there's 15. So if you walk towards. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm just going to let you know. So if you walk from the tower which is not a tower, it's just the East, East Mortella building, the one, that, the West, I'm sorry, the one closest to the Salute, to the Higgs Beach. There's dead bodies under Salute? It might be. Oh, my God. So, as you walk towards the White Street Pier between the two, there's a big concrete area off the, off the walk path, and this is where she's talking about this grave site is. The African Slave Cemetery. Right. And 15 people are buried under that. 15 kids. Kids, children. You can go there and you can see. God, I have to go there and take some pictures. There's you can an oval engraved, so, so to say. It's oval design in the, in the concrete. 15 of them. To show you. Where the bodies are. Where the bodies are. And they actually made them, the ovals, in different sizes. So you can tell 
the ages of the children, basically. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. one that that we could see from the bus, the trolley. I mean, I couldn't sit in it. It was so small. It was tiny. It was probably a three-year-old or something. Oh, my heart. So, that's... It was thump something. Look, we live here. We didn't know this. Nope. So, as he's talking across the street... Oh yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's a dog park fenced in. Beside the dog park where it's not fenced in, they have a flea market. Well, they used to. The flea market's not there anymore, but there's this beautiful grassy area with these trees and everything. Actually, the flea market wasn't in that spot. It's like a, a spot where you're not allowed to do anything. I don't know. So, apparently, they were doing some digging there because they were going to. Um, do some building there or do some something with the park and they discovered these bodies and apparently there's over 180 or to 190 of the bodies laying there so they buried what they thought they were burying in other places the guys decided to give them a little better area and not tell anybody and they buried them in this park well it's I, I, don't, don't quote me on the numbers. I know I normally have the numbers, but I think it was somewhere around 180 bodies were buried in oh. the park. So they dedicated that park to them, and it will never, ever, ever have any structure or anything built there. So Goosebumps. Yep. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. You know, it's, it's history. It's, obviously, it was a horrible thing, but it's, it's cool that you at least to learn it. That was... Uh, the hardest thing to hear, that even the even the the tour even guide, Joe. bartender Joe, e- even the tour guide was like, "I'm just going to tell the story. It makes me really upset. I don't even like to tell the story, but here's what happened." And he has so much more details, and you feel the story. You know, like Keith and I can't explain it to you because it's not our job, well, like to yeah. to be a tour guide. And this guy makes Speaks you it feel it. Yeah, yeah. He got out of the bus love, and he like, oh, I don't know. It was just up, so cool. Showed you where everything was. Yeah, it was very cool. So then we made a left on Lake Street. I'm not talking about that part. That's the end for me. That's Calvin Castle. When we made that turn. Mm. You never even talked about Robert the Doll. Oh well, they do. I I have a whole podcast on Robert the Doll. (laughs) So he we do they do talk about Robert the Doll, and I I know this tour used to actually go and you would get out and go experience Robert the Doll, but you don't do that anymore. There's actually a whole. Uh, ghost hunter store which Keith and I are totally freaking doing where you hunt ghosts and you have like these flashlights and these little ecto vapors I don't know what they're really called I just think about ghostbusters what are those little guns called I'm, I'm not hunting ghosts you're gonna make me go by myself I'm not hunting them are you gonna make me why, go by myself why are you gonna hunt a ghost you wanna, you wanna piss them off do you believe in ghosts I believe in not to piss a ghost off <laughs> classic anyway that's the tour where you now see Robert the doll one of the fun things about Robert the Doll, I did say in my podcast, which I still think is fun, is that there's three rules of Robert the Doll. You have to ask permission to take his picture. You have to greet Robert the Doll when you walk in. Dang it. What's the other one? It's in my podcast, people. It's all about permission. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. And you have to ask permission to take his picture. You have to oh, I can't greet, him. greet him and something else. Anyway, people don't. And they're cursed. He curses you if you don't follow the three rules. 
He's not cussing at you, believe me. I said he cursed. And oh, I, but I not curse. Yeah, he cursed. <laughs> he puts a curse he on puts you. A curse hex. on you. And they said that they get so many letters. Thousands. Thousands of letters every month. Mo- or most, the most, uh, something letter. The most, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. More than any other, any other. Any other what? It's, I don't know. It's something haunted. Something. More letters come to Robert the Doll than than a human. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was, it was a lot. Yeah. But they said it's like a thousand a month, and they yeah. have to. It's all apology letters for not mm-hmm. doing following his rules because they so go home and they're cursed. They cursed. <laughs> and I read stuff that says says people have like leave there and they drop their cell phones in the oceans here, or they get in car accidents and things happen to them. And they blame it on Robert the Doll, so they write him these letters and apologize. And, like, people send him candy and gifts. And every single letter that comes to Robert the Doll is read to Robert the Doll. Every apology letter is read. The reason that Robert the Doll is always getting apologized or blamed on everything is because when he was created, the kid that it was created for blamed everything that went on in the house on Robert the Doll. Yeah. (laughs) They actually showed us where Robert the Doll, where he lived. With the little boy. Again, I have a whole podcast from Robert the Doll. I also have... What was the other thing you were going to say? And I said... Oh, Captain Tony's. Captain Tony's. I have a... We're going to talk about Captain Tony's when we get down the road here. Okay. So, let's go back to Shots and Giggles, because I was going to talk about that. There's a bar here called Shots and Giggles, which is kind of funny considering the history there. What was it called before Shots and Giggles? I can't even remember. But the history of that is... Let's see. Frank Fontes called it his home. Somebody's house, yeah. Yeah. So he met his untimely demise in 1979. His claim to fame was that he was friends with Tennessee Williams. He was like this dark soul artist guy. They found him naked in a pool of blood, shot dead and robbed. And his parrots and parakeets were like screaming all around him. And if you go into Shots and Giggles and ask them, they'll show you his crime scene photos. How freaking cool. That's what Kelly's doing soon. Well, Kelly may or may not have already Googled it and found them. <laughs> and they're really cool. But that's just fun that there's a bar here where someone literally was shot dead and robbed. Bloodbath. Like, blood everywhere. And you can see his pictures. Well, yeah, that's and you're going in there to, the to a place called Shots and Giggles and having Shots and Giggles at this dead guy's house. <laughs> that's really weird. Mm, we, almost, we almost lived in the in the most deadly bar in America. Oh, I know. There's apartments upstairs, and they're super cute, and we looked at them. Uh, two people were arrested for his murder, a guy named Messina and a guy named Dillman. Messina was seen wearing his jewelry around town, but it was circumstantial evidence, and he was let go. Dillman was found guilty, but later acquitted for his murder. Crazy, right? So then there is Captain Tony's. I am totally not going into Captain Tony's because I have, there was a podcast I did called the, the X amount of things you didn't know about Key West and Captain Tony's is part of it. It's very cool. There's headstones in there of a girl who cheated on her husband constantly at the bar. And when she died, he took her headstone and moved it into Captain Tony's and was like, well, she likes this place so much. I'm gonna let her stay here. There, there she was, cheated on her husband and they went there. Yeah, yeah. That is the reason he did it. So there's a hanging there's but, a hanging tree in there. There's other tombstones. They found 15 dead people under Captain Tony's. One was. The one was what? Captain. Oh, it was bartender Joe. Yeah. So bartender Joe was killed. He was a ghost, obviously, when he was talking to us. 
and it was six months, six years. They never knew where what happened to him. I don't know. I, I can't, can't remember. remember. But when they went and to remodel Captain Tony's in the eighties, I think they uncovered fifteen bodies, and guess what? Ca- Bartender Joe is one of them. Yep. And guess what? What? They left all the bodies. No, they got the bodies out. No. The bodies are still... Let's face it, there's only bones. So they left them there in their graves at peace and did their remodeling and they're underneath the Captain Tony's. It used to be a morgue is why as well. Yes. But yes, bartender Joe met his demise there. He was a bartender at Captain Tony's. Which actually used to be Sloppy Joe's until Sloppy Joe's moved to the big corner that they're at now. Yeah. So what's next? Well, I wanted to talk about the orb field, but I can't remember anything about it except there's an orb field. Right over here on White Street. I still don't know where it was. I couldn't figure out on where White we... White Street, right here before Southern, that big field where they cut the grass all the time. But why is it an orb it's field? All sor- it's all soldiers. Confederate soldiers buried there. And I don't know why there are so many ghosts there, but... They they do tell you in the tour, but again, it was so fast, it was hard to keep track of everything. Apparently, it's the most activity, ghost activity, there is here. Yeah, they see... So if you go to this field, then you can take pictures, and there's like orbs, streaks of light, presence of ghosts. Yeah, it's very cool. I have to go through my pictures. I wonder if I had anything. I should have done that first. So, last part that I can remember. Anything else before I go into crazy guy? So, there is a guy here. Count Van Kossel. There was a, there was a guy here. <laughs> How do we know he's still not here? Well, because he left, remember? Maybe some... Oh, my God. What was the name of that book? Oh, yeah, I know. I got it. Okay. So, I'm going to do a whole podcast on Count Van Castle. So, I was debating on whether or not to tell you. I'm going to tell you the short, short story of what happened. And then I'm going to do a whole true crime episode on him <laughs> this month. Count Van Castle. Doctor. He was taking care of patients who had yellow fever. And, well, patients in general. But he found yellow this. Yellow fevers rolled through Key West like the water flows past Key West. Yeah. Apparently, you got it today, you were dead by Monday. Or Friday night, Monday, you were dead. If I tell Monday. him the whole story, is it pointless to do a whole podcast on you him? Just, t- just tell him real quick. Anyways, he was a doctor at the hospital. He's a doctor at the hospital. He fell in love with a girl that came in. And they with were like fever. and they were like a big age gap. She was a lot younger than him. <laughs> like 50 years. Like us. <laughs> <laughs> he falls in love with her. And he tells her family he wants to marry her. And they're like, no, you're crazy. She's dying and you're old. So they end up secretly getting married. And he buys her, like, jewelry and all this stuff. Well, then she dies. Right and away. she was, like, in her 20s or early 30s when she died. I don't even know if she was that old. She was in her 20s then. She was not a teenager. Okay. So they, she dies. And she... Long story short, it's my favorite story down here. Long story short, he took her from her grave and would like put leather on her face and marbles in her eyes, and he kept her alive. He made her like a mummy. 
and kept her alive and lived with her as husband and wife. And when I say husband and wife, I mean all the things husband and wives do together. That's what he did with her dead body that he kept redoing. So every time something would rot, oh, oh, he did say, this is why you can't be 13. He did say that he put something in her joints. What did he put in her joints? Like, I want to say twisty ties, but that's wrong. He made her very limber so he could live with her as husband and wife. And she was dead. Very flexible. Mm -hmm. And basically, her family couldn't... uh, She was supposed to be in a mausoleum, and they couldn't see her body. And they told him, I want to see your body. And they thought it was pretty sketchy. They found out what was happening, and they took her and moved her to an undisclosed location. C-O-S-E-L. You got to put in count... V-O-N, Kossel, C-O-S-E-L. He's Googling. But you don't need to Google. We're going to do a whole episode on I'm just trying to see how old she was. So basically, he was... He took a dead body and slept with her and... Anyway. For years. How many years? They called him. Seven years. I thought it was longer than that. But maybe not. So for years and years and years, he had a dead body next to him. You're telling the whole story. Oh, so okay. stop. Let me stop. You're too interested. I, I love it. Anyways, they called him. Yeah, and they end up moving her body to an undisclosed... His, well, they got her, ready to catch him. Her sister. Her sister came to the house. And then, anyway, so the hospital, he had to move her. He put her in some contraption that looked You're like giving a, the whole story. Clean. Anyway, so he moved it over by White Street Pier, actually. And it looked like a cannon. Then people were looking in it, and he thought somebody was going to catch him, so he moved it again. And then, like I said, he was busted. Look, he was found not guilty and sane. Wait, because they, they asked him, do you think what you they did? They were so interested. The doctors, when they, when they brought him to the morgue or whatever, they actually rented, they, they sold tickets to see her. Oh, Remember? oh, yeah, because he did such a good job a good at preserving job. So her body. They wanted to talk to him about how he did it, and that he told them and convinced them that he was very close to making her alive, alive again, and real. That's right. And they found him competent to stand trial. He was found not guilty, and. Kelly's trying to wreck, trying to destroy her phone here. So I'm sorry. I'm trying to pick it up. We're really high tech here. I'm trying to plug in my phone. So <laughs> anyway, he left, and they buried her back in another mausoleum. You're somewhere. telling the whole story, and we're 46 minutes in. An undisclosed location, so he can never find her. He left and wrote a book. And he wrote a book, and it was the wonderful adventures of. Elena or whatever yeah. the girl's name was. Yeah. Anyway, now I don't even need to do a podcast. We talk about oh, the whole thing. Oh, whatever. <sighs> Is that it? That's it. That's it. And then we got what up mess. and someone left trash on the bus. <laughs> and it was the same people. The same damn people. Uh, y'all, that is just our little review of Halloween. I can't, I mean, of the Ghost and Gravestone store. <sighs> I can't even I can't even tell you enough. There's so much more and it was so much information. Again, that's why it gets the nine out of ten pumpkins because we not yet. I'm not ready yet. Okay. Because we, we couldn't keep up. Even on this podcast we couldn't keep up. So She heard the things, I heard things and you try to remember. Yeah. All right. That's it. Probably nine out of ten. 
bartender Joe, and he could have told the whole well, story. Well, remember when we got the bus, I was like, let's tell him I'm in a podcast. You're like, no, let's go. He had another, they had another <laughs> whole ride. I wish right I knew who bartender us. Joe was. I'm going to find this guy. All right. So that's it. Next week, I think I'm going to do something dark. I want to do something about murder. It wasn't dark enough. There we wasn't had, enough murder in it. No, we had a serial killer live here. I think I'm going to talk about oh, him. Boy. Oh, my God. True crime, Key West, and podcasts. Is there anything better than that at all? <sighs> all right. Last, I just want to read really quick a, a review that was left. It was left by Julie Warsh. Five stars. Love, 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 love. Navigating through all there is to do in Key West is overwhelming. Kelly and Keith simplify this for you in this easy to listen to the point entertaining podcast. Great for locals and tourists. She makes a great concierge girl. I love you. <laughs> Very helpful and responsive. Thank you, Kelly. Keep it up. Keith, cue the music. He just snapped it. Y'all, happy spooky Wednesday. <laughs>